This episode of Blitz is brought to you by Rip Curls Mirage Activate Board Short. Surf stronger for longer in these Mick Fanning secret weapons designed by scientists and muscle therapists and physio gurus and perky cheek shamans. Surf stronger for longer. Embrace Mick Fanning's secret weapon. It is the best board short out there. And don't forget, if you haven't done it yet, sign up to Club Rip Curl, the world's largest surfing community. Club Rip Curl is your ticket to exclusive offers and members-only rewards. Become a member today at ripcurl.com. Competition surfing. Rashies. G'day Swellians, Deadly here, welcome to Blitzed, we've got a very special guest in the studio with us, he's a three time CT champion, former world number one uh, on two separate occasions, Wilco, welcome to Blitz, mate, beautiful to have you in here and uh, in the lead up to Portugal, I'd love to get your thoughts on the first two comps of the year and uh, you know, how does it sit with you? Being on the couch watching these events these days, <laughs> um, yeah, not too, not too bad. I guess um, I've got I've got a bit of entertainment at home, running around, a little eighteen month old, so that's good fun. But um, yeah, it's good to good to see some Aussies just getting back up there. La- the last few years have been felt a little bit slow for the Aussies, so to mm. see the boys just back out there ripping is um, is pretty nice. Uh, are you surprised by the world number ones at the moment? Jack Robinson holding down the, the yellow jersey on the men's side of things. Molly Picklin, mate, a Central Coast girl. Uh, that must warm the cockles of your dead, <laughs> cold heart. <laughs> um, no, it's amazing. Like, I, I think Jack was going to find himself there, but um, he, he, like, he obviously was an amazing Grom and then had a few years where he was, like, just such a specialist that, it kind of you didn't know whether he was really gonna kind of figure out how to be number one in every condition, and mm. now I guess last year he just like accelerated at a crazy pace and and didn't stop over the off season. So to see him at number one, I thought it might be another year down the track, but yeah, it's it's unreal to see him um, see him in that spot, and yeah, I think very deserved. And then yeah, Molly obviously um, kind of had a pretty average year and then just straight back into just dominating, which is so good. And to like, she's a great, great little wave surfer. We obviously don't have, well, <laughs> we don't have pipe on the central coast, no. but we've got, we've a, got few, a couple of uh, few little mini left slabs. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, to, to kind of see her um, after those two events that just, you wouldn't really um, have her sitting on top of, of the, of, uh, Carissa or Steph or anyone in in those type of waves. So to be this time of year and being in that spot's incredible. Mm. She's got micro in her corner, obviously. Um, what does he? Why is he such a genius? How is he able to just get instant results from the crew that he works with? Man, it's like it's so rare for him to not deliver. And with uh, Molly, like this is her first CT win after the back of you know a big Hawaiian. Uh, sort of achievement, I suppose, with that Pipe Masters, which was a bit of a specialty event. But nonetheless, you know, getting a win at Pipeline is is no small feat. Yeah. 
what does he bring to the table that just makes you believe in yourself? Um, yeah, I guess that's that's his little secret weapon. He just knows how to how to tell each person what they need to hear, and um, and I think he like takes out of it. I, in your head, you're always like, say you come up against John John at pipe. In the back of your head, you're like, well, I'm not as good as him here. Like, mm. there's no doubt at that. But he can he figures figures out how you need to think to know that you can beat John John in 30 minutes of pipe, which is doable. Or like, so I think he just really knows how to like get the get what's needed to be done in 30 minutes against whoever you're against at a certain spot. Mm. That, that's it. Pretty mm. simple. I just figured it out. Wow. Do you think there's a – and once you get a taste of victory, because like you said, Jack Robbo accelerated so fast. Molly has accelerated like out of control, you know, from falling off tour and the disappointment of that to just coming onto a, a mad hot streak. Like, is there a winning formula? Like, is there something that you tapped into? Because you had a lot of time on tour. You were basically dancing around that bubble a lot. You know, once you cracked your win, you just constantly kept getting results after that. So, yeah, like what is it do you think that – that sort of changes in your mindset once you get that breakthrough. Yeah, I think I guess I guess making it to tour, you're like you think you can win, and then once you get there and it you get knocked down a few times, then maybe a semi final is a great result. So you're like your mindset ends up at like, all right, I've got through the quarters, like this is a great result, and then I think once you taste a win, like holy shit, like. Now you're at the quarters. You're like, it's two more heats, mm. three more heats until you've won a comp. So I think just the goal becomes more realistic and it's more, it's like, it's disappointing to, very disappointing to come second or third or whatever just because you know that winning's doable. Whereas before that, I think like you put, the, like holding the winner's trophy on a, such a pedestal that you're like, you, it's a goal, but maybe it's a goal that you don't truly believe that you mm. deserve or that you can get. Wow, that's fucking... It's mad, hey? Like, I mean, how... It, it is, yeah. It's crazy <laughs> because, like, you know, if you think about it, there's a, a real cluster of people who just want those trophies, believe they deserve them, and fucking are greedy with them. Yeah. And getting <laughs> past those people is really hard. So but, hard. yeah, it doesn't surprise me that, you know, it doesn't take long being on tour to feel like you're not worthy of yeah. getting that stuff if it's just not happening for you. Yeah, exactly. Mate, um, Portugal is up next. Um, how, you know, t- tell us about sort of how it, it rates amongst the crew on tour, you know? Was it a contest that you guys looked forward to going to? Is Panisha town that you enjoy visiting? Give us a bit of a rundown of sort of like how it sits in its terms of its reputation amongst the surfers. Um, yeah, I guess it's it kind of... It's like, I always loved going there. It's Paniche. I mean, Super Tubes is like an unbelievable wave. And when it's on, it's so good. But I think the tricky part about um, about Paniche is just like the backup spot might be just down the beach, might be closeouts, might be crazy dumpy, or they might move it to, to the Balial or whatever and it's kind of a big fat out the back beachy. Mm. And it's it's a bit of... If everything's going right, it's like a straightforward, you're getting tubed, it's like slabby, there's thousands of people on the beach and it's one of the best contests. But then if you're at low tide or if the wind comes up 
or something, then you're like, you've watched people get tubed in the morning and then you know you've got six foot onshore dumpy closeouts to deal with in your heat and it's really hard to like change your mindset from watching people get tubed to knowing that you might need to do a quick layback before a closeout to get a six or a four mm. or whatever. Um, but, yeah, as a town, I don't know, I loved it. The food's great. There's um beautiful coastline and there's, like, unbelievable waves up and down the coast. Every time, I think that's what fans don't really get when, when we're there and the comp's not running because the waves are crap and everyone's putting out clips, getting 10-foot pits mm. or, like, something... And everyone's like, well, why isn't the comp there? But it is a tricky coastline. Some, yeah. It can be 10 foot somewhere, 4 foot somewhere. Like, So, yeah, it's a it's a great fun spot to go. But, yeah, it's a tricky contest to kind of either prepare for or just like be be ready for when your heat's on and not like have that picture of perfect yeah. super Yeah, because the tide is, is just far out. That's one of the big factors there. Like it can be so backwashy. We've seen, remember that photo of Mick from... Uh, the UE were there where he's pulling in and it's just this fucking throw out. Yeah. Uh, dead low tide is almost like a crapshoot, just takes almost every bit of strategy or whatever out of it and you're just hoping that you can get one little corner. Doggy door or something. Yeah. yeah. And then like there's rips that just like explode out of the middle of the bank. Like yeah. you're in the perfect spot and a giant rip just pops up and you're like, oh my God, I've got to find an edge of this. And like, yeah, it's a, it's like, it's a great wave, but it's got, there's a lot to it. It's funny, I, I um, there's kind of this myth about uh, Portugal that it's a it's it levels the field like that that you know underdogs and wild cards or I don't know like you know people who you wouldn't expect to to do well there can win it and I guess that's kind of been on the back of Kai Otten's famous victory you know like a, a, a bit of a journeyman who worked his fucking ring out to get to that level and he finally gets a, a win. But aside from Kai, man, the past winners are like Fanning's won it twice, Slater's won it, D'Souza won it, Joycey won it, Toledo, John John, Medina, Italo and Griffin. Like, that's yeah, no right. crapshoot. That's no, like, <laughs> that's pure cream. Um, so why is it that, you know, even with this fucking seemingly kind of levelling playing field that these guys are the names on the trophy, like... Is it just pure competitive, you know, is it all those factors like the skill, the competitive mindset that, that allows these guys to dominate over everyone else when it, seems, it should be just, yeah, you know, random. if there's a left or a right or you're in the right place at the right time, you have got a really good chance of getting through. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's why those guys have proven themselves to be the best because they know, they know that it is a bit of a crapshoot like wave-wise. So they make a plan to that rather than just sitting out there and hoping to get lucky. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think you're like, you see a lot of random people up to the quarters or semis, but then, yeah, those guys, like Gabby, obviously, in waves like that is just unbelievable. Julian, John John, Griffin, and then, yeah, Mick and Kelly just win everything a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> And do you think there's a there's a comfort level for the Brazilians just being able to speak Portuguese in, in in Portugal? And you know, like I, I don't know, there's not many places they go where they can just sort of not have to worry about something as simple as speaking their native tongue. You know, like so, 
they, um, there's a, there's a lot of them on that winners list. It must must play into just I don't know some sense of comfort where you're not constantly trying to figure you know piece together the words or yeah. menus or whatever. Even yeah, they all speak pretty good English, you know. Definitely, you can go. There's that one steakhouse that you could see the whole Brazilian contingent <laughs> tour at every single night over there. Um, no, but that, I think they they work well as a group and over there I guess they feel at home because of the language and then the crowd is like so so passionate there mm. which is the same in Brazil so I think there's like definitely something that they they take there and yeah feel at home that's cool mate talk us through who you're expecting to do well at this thing it's uh I mean I know we're a little ways out there's not really a swell forecast but are you expecting, you know, the, the crew who have made a bit of a statement early in this year to come out swinging? Are you, I mean, there's the cut to consider. There's two bad results for a lot of our friends and our crew who, you know, haven't started the year how they wanted. Conor O'Leary, um, Kolohe, uh, Zeke Lau, Jaddy, Jacko. These are all guys who are going to start feeling that pressure. Like, are you expecting those guys to sort of get a result here or is that cut pressure going to start playing... Um, like yeah, another guess, th- adds another element to their kind I of preparation. Think the cut pressure definitely does. Like would already be starting starting to scare people. Like that, I don't know. That it sounds horrible to me. That mm. feeling. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think people like Connor, he's like so solid that I I think he'll go there pretty confident. Um, I feel like maybe that's part of it too like i feel like it's a wave that everyone's confident at like so i i think the um i think that'll be all the guys down low will be thinking that that's a spot that they can get a big result at and then yeah you'd have to like put jack robbo as him and john john gabby and italo as the favorites Mm. i'd say um there's like in a in a beachy that they're, they're all amazing in the tube. You come out, you get a big air section, or you don't get a tube section and do a huge air. Those guys are up the top, and they're probably thinking that that's the best spot in the world to do that. So We're yeah, definitely going to see some airs. Um, huge yeah, airs. Griff, Kanoa, Felipe, all in that mix as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, on the women's side, mate, oh, but like if you had to pick a winner out of that, like if you got – it's it's, it's Roll the dice with that entire list that we just said. Yeah. I um, pick a winner. I'll go. Je- uh, I'll go John John. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the women, mate? Uh, you know, we haven't really seen airs come. I mean, airs are coming to to women's professional serving. There's no question. Carissa pulled that one at Newcastle the other day, and there's that new generation. Katie Simmons can definitely bust out, but yeah. I don't think we're. If we see one, it'll be kind of a. I still don't, like. We're not going to see them every heat. We're going to see one, one or, or two, two, maybe. Yeah. So in light of that, like, who do you see? having a good one i guess depends i think i think if it's solid um if it's solid super tubes i still think the the older girls will have an advantage out there like um i think tyler and big chunky beaches is is probably the pick mm. um she looks deadly too man she does oh, look she deadly. Looks so just yeah. focused and fit and yeah and fierce it in. fierce exactly <laughs> she's yeah. like looks like she's got a whole new fire which is really cool um and then 
Yeah. I, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tyler. John, John, and Tyler. Willie's picks. And mate, look, I can't let you leave without asking you about the wetsuit fashion over there. I mean, you used to unveil some absolute treats. Uh, the last one I recall when we were there together was was a white wetsuit that you and Nick Pollett had uh, <laughs> drawn on, and I think you had like an eight, maybe twelve inch cock hanging out the side <laughs> of it, yep. <laughs> with a G banger up the back, yeah, and a tattoo that hashtag party time across <laughs> the back of the G banger. <laughs> Yeah, I actually got in trouble because uh, um, apparently you're not allowed to have a an erect penis on anything, and even though it was just black texter, I got I in trouble. It was flaccid. Nah. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. So I had, I had to. Well, they kind of told me to take the, not use the wetsuit. Yeah. But I just drew a um, censored little logo over the <laughs> dong, and then it was good to go. <laughs> And uh, so this wave and this comp, it's famously one of your one of your spots where you pulled the rodeo in a heat and, and didn't get through. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a – I had Gabby, hey, and he got a 10. Mm. Got piped and then did a punt. Every time I've done a good rodeo, I've just been smoked. But yeah. Yeah, I used to love, used to love going to Portugal. And the, um, I think I had – had a lot of fans over there because I wore a sardine wetsuit and I surfed against Tiago Perez and I beat him so the whole crowd was kind of pissed off but then they also loved me because I had a sardine wetsuit. It's a and classic so. joint, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little teardrop. It's like a, it almost feels like it should be an island when you look at it on a map. Yeah. And um, it, it's its own little culture and yeah, sardine is the, the national fish of Peniche. Yeah, and the air <laughs> is Thick of it. Oh, God. It, yeah. <laughs> you really know you're in Panache when you get there. Yeah, I remember, Willie, uh, after Joycey won and when we were yourself and uh, we all went to a, uh, a big celebration dinner with Fanning and everyone and Kingy was there and yeah. Nick Pollett and we, we uh, had a few beers. Then we went to some weird club that was in the dunes and I remember sneaking out of the club at like just busting for a shit. <laughs> and I went up into the dunes and sort of looked around you know, dug a hole, pulled in my pants, did a shit, pulled up my pants, and I'd actually shit in my pants. And I had to go home. I didn't even tell you. So that's where I was that night, if you were wondering. I've been worrying ever since. <laughs> I thought you might have been. But, yeah, mate, look, uh, looking forward to this one. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, it's a good comp to watch. It is fun. Like, it it's is. either a big, hectic pit, a few good wipeouts, and, and some pretty uh, spectacular airs have gone down there. Griff's uh, big full rotator on the backside. Italo's got a 10 from there before. So it's going to be fun, mate. Thanks for dropping by. All right. No worries. See you soon, brother. Bells. See you, Bells. Yeah. Coming down? Yeah, I'll come down. I'll be there. See you in the dunes. Yeah. Bye, mate. Competition surfing. Rashies. This episode of Blitz is brought to you by Rip Curls Mirage Activate Board Short. Surf stronger for longer in these Mick Fanning secret weapons designed by scientists and muscle therapists and physio gurus and perky cheek shamans. Surf stronger for longer. Embrace Mick Fanning's secret weapon. It is the best board short out there. 
And don't forget, if you haven't done it yet, sign up to Club Rip Curl, the world's largest surfing community. Club Rip Curl is your ticket to exclusive offers and members-only rewards. Become a member today at ripcurl.com. Yeah.